Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Air Magique. Let's talk about the most magical place in Europe. Yes! Today, Niels from at Capturing Disney Parks, who you know from his amazing Instagram, Twitter, and website, and I will be chatting all about the amazing things to look forward to at Disneyland Paris in 2020. Niels, it's so great to have you back. <laughs> it's great to be part of Air Magique again uh, in 2020, Eric. <laughs> I can't wait to chat about all those cool things, but before we get into all that, some park news. It's been quite the stormy week over at Disneyland Paris. Storm Dennis being the most recent to affect the resort. Trash bins have been placed back down on their side for safety reasons. Sleeping Beauty's castle perimeter is also roped off, likely for fear of falling objects. And a construction wall tipped over in Discovery Land due to the strong winds. We've also seen the Queen of Hearts castle spire tilt at a precarious angle, so the DLP team has removed it just to be on the safe side. In more positive news, the info board that is currently undergoing refurbishments awning roof has been replaced. In other news, in-app purchases of some same-day park tickets will be available directly over the Disneyland Paris app starting February 17th. Previously, a browser window opened and users were redirected to the official website. You guys, there's a lot of potential in the app. We see it especially over in the American parks where you've got the pictures in there, you've got your tickets in there, everything is super seamless. So this is definitely a step in the right direction. Speaking of seamlessnessnessness, <laughs> photo pass holders are being notified that Disneyland Paris will take over the service from legacy partner Fujifilm on April 1st, 2020. Again, native app integration would be very welcome. The small one euro reusable bags have returned after months of being unavailable, although one euro has now been changed to one euro fifty. Yes, there is new pricing that is now in effect. The bags are available in three sizes, small, medium, and large, priced at one euro fifty, two euro fifty, and three euro respectively. Uh, here's a little tip for you guys. If you are staying at a Disney hotel and you have your purchase sent to the hotel's shop <laughs> to pick it up after a day at the parks, you still get the original plastic bags for free that they don't hand out in stores anymore. Over in Discoveryland, Buzz Lightyear's Laser Blast is scheduled to reopen on August 1st. There's so many construction walls around at the moment. August 1st can't come soon enough, you guys. Which brings me to another new Disney wall. Lightning McQueen, Mater, and the Cars Route 66 road trip logo have appeared on the construction walls surrounding the upcoming attraction's entrance. The new Cars-themed walls can be found at the back of Toy Story Playland. By the way, most of the Studio Tram Tours Reign of Fire set has now been demolished. Au revoir! <laughs> Over at the Avengers Campus, the former rock and roller coaster launch building continues to be stripped, while the Spider-Man Attractions show building's concrete walls are starting to sneaky-peaky over the construction walls. That building is progressing super fast. In other construction news, Disney's Sequoia Lodge will undergo an extensive facade renovation from mid-February 2020 until June 2022. So that's two years. Yeah. So happy to see it's getting some love. Work will start with the lodges before moving to the main building. Hotel operations and reservations should not be impacted, but be aware that there might be some construction going on during the day if you are planning on staying there. The bus terminal is also getting some love. Hopefully, we'll see some Walt Disney World-style railings installed to help control the crowds a bit. Yep, it's a bit messy at the moment, but again, happy to see it's getting some attention. Despite some tests last month, the Disneyland Paris Railroad is now officially marked as closed until early May, 
Last we heard was a April reopening, which I would have loved, but no dice. The attraction originally closed on November 5th, 2018. In more positive news, the fantastic Mickey and the Magician show is back in the Air Magique Theater. Parkgoers can enjoy the show until September 6th. The iconic Disneyland Paris secret masterpiece, La Danière du Dragon, reopened after a routine refurbishment, and yes, the dragon did get a facial. Designs from Disney Plus's The Mandalorian are, are now available as personalized items at the Disney Fashion Store over in Disney Village. Over in Frontierland, Phantom Manor welcomes Vampire Stitch as the new Garden Pavilion resident. You can meet Stitch in a super cute red vampire outfit daily starting at 10.30am. Get your reservation using the Line Birdie app. A power issue on Sunday the 16th of February at Disneyland Paris caused the closure of all attractions in both parks. Oh my gosh. Park goers, our thoughts go out to you all. And last, but definitely not least, due to local regulations and, and thank God we have them, Disney has had to file the official blueprints as well as 3D renderings and all of the wonderful specifications for the new Frozen Land. Of course, they've kept it to a bare legal minimum, but you guys, we've got all the intel on the new Frozen Land and I will be doing a special in-depth look at those plans very soon. So that was a quick news round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020 is really the year of Marvel for Disneyland Paris, as we're going to see the first new hotel, or should I say extremely refurbished hotel <laughs> themed Marvel. It's the first Marvel hotel in the history of the Walt Disney Company. So that's really exciting for all those Marvel fans out there. Come to Paris, everyone. Come to Paris. <laughs> it's going to be one of those tricky years for fans, though, because the Avengers campus is right around the corner. It's going to open in 2021. 2020 will mostly be serving up some awesome events and fun entertainment along with the new hotel. So let's do a deep dive and break down our highlights. <laughs> Why don't we start off with Legends of the Force, Niels? What do you think? Yes. <laughs> well, just as Christmas season uh, winds to a close and off-peak in the season starts, Star Wars Legends of the Force makes its second uh, debut over at Walt Disney Studios Park. The season is Disneyland Paris uh, bit uh, to make the colder months more attractive uh, to visitors yes. with uh, annual uh, closures offset by the introduction uh, of seasons to the parks. So uh, the Star Wars celebration just started and it is uh, taking place from January 11th till March 15th over in the Walt Disney Studios Park. So exciting! Yeah. <laughs> Niels, have you gotten to experience the new Star Tour sequence? Yes, <laughs> this update is uh, for the Rise of the Skywalker movie and uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's not just one destination uh, that they've added, but a full set of elements. Uh, so a destination, a projection scene of uh, Lando uh, in between, a fight scene and even a new end. So uh, yeah, that, uh, that's awesome. Is, uh, pretty cool. And it was a really dynamic fight scene and destination. So uh, yeah, it, uh, a great new way to experience Star Tours. So cool. It's just a bit of a sport. Spoiler alert if you yeah. haven't seen the movie yet to experience this uh, new edition. Can we sidetrack here to The Rise of Skywalker? You've seen it, right? Yes. <laughs> what did you think of it? Well, <laughs> I, I, I um, was... Well, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> uh, I know that there are a lot of critics uh, are uh, well not extremely happy with the movie, but uh, yeah, I uh, really liked it. It's, yeah, it's it's such an amazing audio visual <laughs> spectacle. It is, yeah. It's two and a half hours, but 
it felt just like one hour for me. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's really entertaining. Uh, there's something going on all the time. And they really connect all the older stories um, Very uh, true. to, well... A satisfying answer for me so maybe i'm not that uh, <laughs> critic but yeah i think it's a really good way to uh, end the saga you know i consider myself a casual star wars fan I, i'm not like one of those people who's read all the books yeah, and same all that for stuff, me. but i do enjoy the movies very much i've seen bits of the clone wars series as well i enjoyed that as well the rise of skywalker to me i was always very entertained like through the whole movie i was very entertained i was never bored there was never a boring moment however no. it was a bit heavy and spoiler alert for you guys skip ahead for a minute here if you don't want to know <laughs> for me it was a bit heavy on the ghost side of things like people just all of a sudden who died and like the previous films are just back in their ghost yep. forms and they've done that a little bit in the previous films yep. but here i felt it was very extreme like the ghosts are like interfering oh, like using dumb. the force i'm like where is this coming from <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can do anything with the force <laughs> yeah it was a bit that that personally was a bit much for me like even as a casual fan i was like mm. Mm. yeah no, other than that I, I it was very enjoyable i mean the big twist with emperor Palpatine, it's fine, whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray Kaloran falling in love, you know, you do yeah. use Star Wars. It's I, it's, <laughs> it's not gonna be my favorite thing ever, but it's it's I didn't mind it so much either. That's okay. J.J. <laughs> Abrams was like, let's add some romance in here, and there you go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. and I uh, loved uh, the new uh, droid Do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, so cute. Yeah, really yeah. cute. And the droids are always such a highlight yeah, for me. For me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could have actually used a bit more Porg in this mm -hmm. film as well. <laughs> I really, I'm one of those people that likes the Porg, so yeah. sorry to everyone who finds them <laughs> super annoying. Did you check out the cool First Order march that's happening over at Walt Disney Studios right now? Yeah, and I've been to the previous Star Wars seasons uh, too. So the First Order march is something that was there uh, before, which is... Well, quite impressive eh? yeah. <laughs> to uh, see Captain Phasma and their stormtroopers marching through the park. But well, so cool. last years eh, they could really march from Rock and Roller Coaster to the production courtyard stage, and now it's limited. And now it's limited <laughs> to the production courtyard. Uh, well, uh, itself <laughs> a bit less impressive, but but still, yeah. If if you see her walking there and all, all the troopers uh, <laughs> coming along, that's an impressive thing to see. But well, I was hoping for a bit more something extra this year right. <laughs> because it's a bit the same every time uh, so uh, yeah and they have more marches so they also have the Darth Vader and Stormtrooper Imperial uh, March it's basically the same thing but with Darth Vader <laughs> <laughs> so I would prefer something completely different next time, like an indoor stage show, yeah. like uh, we had during the Marvel season. That'd be uh, cool. Good use of the studio theater. Yes. <laughs> now it was just empty. <laughs> right. At least they could have put in the Path of the Jedi compilation film that they played in Discoveryland uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> But now this big studio theater was just empty and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's sad when they don't utilize it because it it's is. such a nice theater yeah. and yeah. yeah, it has potential. Yeah, especially like you mentioned with the Marvel show they had in there, which was so fantastic yeah, and it was really gorgeous. nice. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, but this year they added uh, the First Order Recruitment, which is some kind of show. I was happy to see at least something new during this season's entertainment offering. Yeah. So Kylo Ren and his stormtroopers uh, were on the production courtyard for recruitment. <laughs> and they really 
took their time. Uh, Kylo moved uh, to a little stage in between the, the studio theater and the Disney Junior Live on Stage building. So basically the Guardians of the Galaxy dance of uh, stage, <laughs> but then the rhythm. So people could really come close uh, to him, see him, take a picture. Um, and the stormtroopers were recruiting all over the courtyard. <laughs> and they gave a lot of room for some great pictures to people. Was it like that the stormtrooper picked you to go meet Kylo yes. Ren? Like it was like that. Okay. Oh, I'm not sure if, if they picked you to go to see Kylo Ren, but they picked people <laughs> that were watching them <laughs> to take a picture with them. So it really felt like they were in charge. Hey, you... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just to stay there, Don't <laughs> stand mess with still, the and, yeah. And if they call you, then uh, you are allowed to come forward a bit and interact or take your picture. Yeah, because they're allowed to like speak in Disneyland Paris as well, right? Mm. Like it's like in the states where they can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. But it, it was fun to see these stormtroopers, and people really seemed to enjoy it. So uh, yeah, it felt more like an alternative uh, meet and greet <laughs> or, or photo opportunity right. than, than a real show. But but, uh, right. yeah, the, the, yeah, it's kind of like this fusion, yes. right? It's like, yeah. I guess the show part of it is watching other people interact with Kylo Ren. Unless, of course, you're lucky enough or you're a little one to get chosen. Yeah, and some dialogue and places on the production courtyard where they go. But uh, yeah. I have to be perfectly honest. Like, for me, these things are super nice additions to the atmosphere of it all. But, like, I've never actually stayed to watch the First Order March. It's always, like, mm -hmm. just walking past them because you're heading to <laughs> Rock and Roll coaster which doesn't exist yeah. anymore or wherever you're going and then i right. look over and yeah. i'm like oh this looks cool and then maybe i take a second or two to look and then i'm like okay i'm ready to go yeah maybe it's not <laughs> worth like uh, waiting there uh, for an hour to see well such a short and well pretty limited march but yeah but it really adds something to the atmosphere Definitely. the overall atmosphere of the Definitely. park especially since these stormtroopers and other dark side guys just walk around isn't that the best kind of character experience, really, where you don't have to wait in a classic line to meet someone, but they just casually stroll through the land and atmosphere and engage with people and interact with you? I really enjoy that very much. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and well, for the people that well, would like to see a real show, they have the Legends of a Galaxy Far, Far Away um, stage yes. show with many great characters on stage, a lot of film snippets on the big screens, some nice effects with smoke. And uh, yeah, so I didn't have a chance to see it last week but I've seen it in the previous years and it was really uh, a good show so uh, that one is worth waiting for love a good daytime show yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, and they also have their nighttime show which is even more impressive yeah galactic celebration and uh, yeah I saw it last couple of years and and, and also uh, last week that's a beautiful show indeed uh, with all the projections of the nice scenes from the movies on the Tower yes. of Terror and well the show on stage with characters the big screens uh, it's it's such an uh, amazing experience uh, with laser effects and fireworks uh, yeah, yeah they projected on the Tower of Terror so it's like this yeah. massive projection yeah it's area. a massive screen <laughs> really incredible yeah. yeah and this year it was even more impressive with some scenes added from uh, the Rise of Skywalker so nice yeah, I really appreciate it uh, <laughs> well that they well, edit something. <laughs> yeah, no, it's always nice to see these things getting updates and just being kept up to date. New additions, even if it's small things like mm -hmm. a new scene here and there or an adjustment to a show. I exactly. think it's very exciting yeah. to see yeah. it evolve and refine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the only 
other piece of entertainment um, uh, part of this season um, is the meet and greet with uh, Chewbacca and Ray joining him but that's not a guarantee <laughs> <laughs> you never know <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah I would have been rather disappointed if Ray wasn't there <laughs> because I met Chewie already uh, a couple of times right but uh, I love the addition of Ray and we were really lucky as she was there last week and um, well we have some uh, cool uh, family pictures so uh, cool with Chewie and Ray so uh, yeah can we also take a moment to appreciate the face characters at Disneyland Paris? Because not only do they speak French, but they speak English. True. I've seen a lot of them that speak some German and Spanish as well. Because there are so many different types of people that visit Disneyland Paris from all over Europe. And they have their own cultures and languages. So you have mm -hmm. all, all those fun languages. So it's really impressive because these face characters, oftentimes they speak a little bit of every language, major yeah, language. True. Yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah even uh, <laughs> a couple of uh, Dutch words uh, usually uh, so that they can interact in a certain way with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that, that's a nice uh, touch uh, indeed. And, and usually a cast member that's managing the line asks uh, where from and maybe already briefs right. the character that uh, <laughs> there's a Dutch family waiting for you. They speak English. Yeah. <laughs> so that they don't have to start in French. So yeah, that, that's really well done. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really impressive. And as far as I know, maybe besides Hong Kong Disneyland, who also deals with English, Mandarin and mm. Cantonese, I believe, right. where the face characters are really trained intensively in multiple languages. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, and the food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that X-Wing treat looked so delicious. Yeah. Did you get a chance to try it by any chance? No. <laughs> Me neither. No. And we were also looking for the, the uh, OS snack, the lemon uh, macaroon. Yes. Oh. But unfortunately, we were not able to get it because the kiosk that was selling it, it was just one kiosk uh, on the production uh, courtyard, was closed oh, on Sunday no. morning. <laughs> and when we were waiting for the night time show on Saturday evening uh, it was also closed so oh, yeah that was really a missed, uh, yeah, a missed opportunity to sell a lot of nice snacks yeah because you know they would have been making some money thousands <laughs> of people waiting for the nighttime show they opened well not all of their kiosks and every kiosk has their own assortment of Star Wars snacks so there were some snacks available but uh, not uh, the ones that, uh, <laughs> that I would like uh, to try I wish they would start putting I don't know vending machines or something up <laughs> yeah because at least then you could buy you know the cookie or the star mm. wars snack or something from the vending machine and yeah. they wouldn't have to worry about staffing so like cupcake atms in the in the u.s so something like that yeah <laughs> just you know maybe i really understand staffing is a complicated issue especially in europe but it'd be nice to have an alternative even if it is just a vending machine that sells the seasonal snacks yeah. so like you mentioned if you're waiting for the yeah. show or something people would buy that stuff <laughs> and you could be making money without investing in i would say staff or yeah right yeah and a lot of people will take pictures of these beautiful Definitely. snacks and share them so i guess it's also well um, <laughs> commercial <laughs> interesting yeah. uh, thing uh, for this event yeah. Paris so uh, yeah. yeah increase that revenue yeah exactly but I also saw the zero uh, dessert that is available at Captain Jack's and in the Yacht Club that looked really yes. cute there's also a R2D2 dessert with mango and white chocolate I believe it's um, oh, um, so <laughs> <laughs> a nice uh, finishing touch for your fast food menu at uh, the Anculis uh, yes. restaurant uh, in Studio One so yeah they had a lot of nice looking snacks and yeah. drinks during the season and when videopolis is i mean the, the cafe hyperion is now closed but when it was open last year i believe they also had the bb8 burger bb8 yeah, 
that was also really cute. Yes, the BB-8 yeah. burger. Yeah, yeah, that was there yeah. last year. Yeah, I think this year it was a Chewbacca ah, version with some extra hair in it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And you can get that uh, both Anculis and Hyperion Cafe. <laughs> no, that's really cute though, Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, a hairy burger. Not sure if uh, if I want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the production courtyard kiosks, even though they were closed, I saw they had some theming. So that's a yep. nice detail. <laughs> I think the theming was there last year too. But yeah, uh, yeah it's a small detail and uh, indeed. And uh, it's better than, uh, well, <laughs> none. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No theming at all. So uh, yeah. Every little bit of theming is appreciated. But now we want to have a real Star Wars land. <laughs> <laughs> With a nice Ogas canteen. Oh my gosh, I want a <laughs> yeah. Rise of the Resistance so badly over here. Yeah, it, it looks oh so great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, over in Disneyland Park, we've gotten the premiere of Frozen Celebration, which runs from January 11th till May the 3rd. <laughs> a highlight is the new cavalcade Frozen and Enchanted Journey, which is also a show highlighting the songs and costumes from 2019's film Frozen 2. As part of the season, a Frozen-themed fireworks show will light up Lake Disney in Disney Village for three nights only, though. It's on January 24th, which already was. It was quite foggy <laughs> the first time. Yes, I saw that, yeah. yeah. Actually, by the time this podcast comes out, all three shows uh, will have already been performed, so I'm sorry, you guys listening. I'm just realizing this now. So the shows would be, in case you want to know for next year, on the 24th of January, the 27th, and the 29th. Dates are subject to change. Yeah, it's a pity that they don't do it uh, during yes. the whole season. It's, yeah, it's running till yeah. May. So yeah. yeah, you never know with the weather in Paris. It was The first performance was quite foggy. So we'll see how the one on the 27th and the 29th turn out. But overall, I think it's a really great idea to include... Disney Village and to utilize uh, Lake Disney as well because it's kind of underutilized yeah. most of the time so it's that's really nice definitely yeah it's a nice extra and, and it's well freely accessible as you don't need a ticket for uh, Disney Village so uh, yeah. yeah and Niels did you get to check out the new float from Frozen and Enchanted yeah. Journey it looks gorgeous yeah it looks really beautiful yeah the Swen uh, on the back and uh, yes. all the lights in the ice so cool <laughs> yeah, it looked really cool and, and I have to say I loved that uh, show it's not a huge thing but the music is great and they have a nice uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> parade style new mix uh, of it and uh, well, <laughs> you see Elsa, Anna and uh, Christoph and they go to Central Plaza they change stages so everyone can see them and yeah it's just a fun show definitely and over at Walt Disney Studios Park, we even have Frozen a Musical Invitation, which is a new permanent show, but we haven't really talked about it yet, so I thought we this would be a great opportunity to do so. Yeah. What did you think of it? Well, I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't get to see it yet? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I wasn't able to see it, unfortunately, because yeah, they're usually quite long lines. Yeah, So it seems true. to be really popular, but yeah, the capacity is maybe also not that big. It's, it's no, it's not. What I remember no. from the Art of Animation, uh, it's pretty small venue. Uh, that you go through so uh, yeah so I didn't wait for it uh, yet <laughs> so maybe one of the next uh, trips so spoiler warning for any of you out there listening I did get to check out the show on our last trip um, skip ahead like five minutes or so if you don't want to know anything about it 
So yeah, we we did wait for a while. Like you mentioned, the lines are quite quite long at the moment mm-hmm. because it's basically a pretty much a new attraction almost, right? At this point, yeah. and they open the doors like ten minutes before the show officially starts, and you enter this really nice space, which features a lot of history about animation in general and animation in the Walt Disney Company and Walt Disney's achievements in animation. It's almost like a waiting... Little museum. Yeah, almost like a museum, like a pre-show area slash museum. And I really would have loved to walk around casually and just check out all the displays. However, they were being very stringent, probably because it's so full and so popular about where you could stand. So Mm. a lot of the things I didn't even get to really see or read just because of the way that crowd management was being handled and disabled guests were being kept towards the front so they could access the seating and so there is seating available in the theater but it's super super limited mostly it's standing room i would have actually loved to have had more seating in there even if it's not real seats but like benches like they do at the indiana jones dungeon spectacular in orlando because yeah or with the the stitch uh, live uh, show over at the at the production court. Definitely. Like just any sort of seating would have been appreciated. A lot of people were understandably just sitting down on the floor, which you were not allowed to do. <laughs> and they got reprimanded mm, right yeah. away. So it just seemed kind of, I don't know, these standing shows, it's always, I don't really understand why they plan them such. Because honestly, you can get pretty much as many people in on benches as you can standing because it was divided up into rows anyway. So Right. Other than that, the show itself is super cute. It starts off, and so overall, it's actually three rooms. So you've got the pre-show room with just a small video introducing the Frozen story and the characters for the (laughs) (laughs) 0.001% of us visiting a Disney park who have not seen Frozen or know who they are. (laughs) Then you enter the first room, which is the cabin. I don't know if it's supposed to be Kristoff's cabin. I have no idea. But um, it's a really cute like cabin and they've got this gorgeous ultra HD screen in the background and they've just got this really nice landscape on there. It works really well in person. And of course, the highlight of that room is Sven as an, I guess I would call him an, a sort of advanced puppet slash mm-hmm. animatronic. I do believe there is a performer that is um, controlling his movements. Inside. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then certain parts of his face are mechanical as well. It just looks really nice overall. He's super cute. He's moving around the entire time. So his body is stationary, but his head and neck is like swinging around and he's looking at folks and he's uh, engaging with Anna and Kristoff, who sing some really nice songs before moving over into the third and last room so everybody has to get up again for those few people of us who (laughs) did manage to get the seats (laughs) and everybody else has to go and walk across into the next room which again creates a kind of a big hubbub of people just trying to get through trying to get the best places and i would have absolutely adored if they would have done like a carousel of progress type thing where the theater moves with the people sitting so instead of having everybody else move but i guess this is totally a budget thing and i understand but that would have been even I would have loved that even more. Room is themed to, uh, it's like a tiny ice palace, like Elsa's ice palace. And she comes and visits us and sings Let It Go together with Kristoff and Anna. And they're really engaging with the audience. They're looking at you, really motivating you to sing along. Also, they have this kind of 
dance mm -hmm. that Anna and Elsa try to get you to do along with them. They're like they're showing you at the beginning, like here, swing your arms this way, yeah. swing your arms out there. But because everything is so crowded and so cramped, like pretty much there's no room. Like <laughs> nobody no room. could do that. Maybe the like super small children could without slapping your uh, your yes, neighbors. <laughs> I would have punched that nice lady standing next to me in the face if I would have done the woo. Let it go, swoosh. Let it go, swoosh that way. <laughs> so that was kind of like I guess. I don't know. I, the idea of it is super nice. I love the idea of interacting with audience and getting them to engage with you, creating a little bit of a dance party, but the venue itself mm -hmm. just doesn't allow for that. I would have loved to follow no. along with them, but it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that part of the show, I guess, could maybe use a little bit of tweaking, just maybe less engaging in sense of movement and maybe just more asking people to sing along or something instead because there's just no room without right. hitting each other. Anyway, other than that, it was a fun little show. For me personally, this would be one thing that I would maybe check out once on a trip. No, that was also my feeling. Yeah. Uh, I checked the, the YouTube videos and I thought, well, it's nice. Yeah. And uh, you do it well one time, two times, and then maybe after a while again. But 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 the good thing is it's not really part of the celebration season, so uh, it will stay uh, for a while. Yeah. I think I would be more tempted to go see it again if there was uh, <laughs> seating at it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some frozen celebration treats are also available outside of the park. So at the Ben and Jerry's location in Disney Village, for example, you can also get some of the cool frozen treats that are available. So we've got the Sven and Olaf Madeleines, mm -hmm. which look adorable. Yeah. Sven's Frozen Delight, which is a chocolate ice cream available for €3.99. And an almond shortbread snowflake, which also looks super cute. And that is available for €4.29 on Hollywood Boulevard. So those look absolutely fantastic. I would love to tell you guys which one tastes best. I haven't gotten a chance to check these out yet, though. <laughs> so. They have many, many more special uh, frozen uh, uh, snacks and, and, and dining options. So Definitely. they really did a great job there. And I think I counted around 35 or 40 items. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. But it also includes main courses and alcoholic and non-alcoholic uh, cocktails. It's really a lot. And um, at the Inside Ears Christmas party uh, where I attended uh, the week before Christmas, I tried the non-alcoholic uh, uh, cocktail. I think they have it Ooh. in most of the hotel bars. Which is uh, also available, I think, at some of the Disney Village restaurants, maybe at the uh, Silver Spur Steakhouse. Nice. And that one was with pear, uh, blueberries, apple juice, some lemon and ginger beer. And, well, it was really good, but I'm a big ginger beer fan, so. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I also tried uh, some of the macaroons that uh, are now part of the uh, dessert buffets at restaurants like uh, Crockett's Tavern and La Cantina uh, at Santa Fe, the Chacuacan uh, Cafe at uh, Hotel Cheyenne, at some of the other uh, buffets in the park like uh, Plaza Gardens. And, and these macaroons <laughs> are so-called roasty mint flavored, okay. uh, which I liked very much, but I've also heard people really disliking them <laughs> for the minty taste so uh, yeah tastes like that's, toothpaste uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> that's always what I associate when I have like mint chocolate I'm one of those people that would be complaining because I always get this like toothpaste thing in my head for some reason when I have mint but <laughs> oh, yeah, I, 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 oh I like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah and uh, when I was visiting Disneyland Paris uh, last week uh, the uh, I tried these Swen and Olaf uh, Madeleines and well they, they look really nice but in my opinion they were 
a bit dry, but uh, okay. yeah, the the lemon touch was uh, was was nice. And I also tried the snowflake uh, shortbread uh, with white chocolate, and uh, from Ooh. the Gable Car Bake Shop, I, I tried it. And I put some pictures on my Instagram, but uh, those were really uh, good. The snowflake uh, shortbreads. So that was the best thing you would say that you tried besides the drink. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Good to know. But overall, this whole frozen celebration season. It's really like a small season as the little Gavelgate is like the main yes. show. And of yes. course you have some nice merch and you have some nice food, but that's all <laughs> like paid extras. Right. Um, but uh, other than that, there's nothing really special for this season. Uh, as The Frozen Musical Invitation is a permanent show, as you mentioned. And uh, yeah, I think that's everything Frozen. Yeah, there's Frozen in the Illuminations uh, show. Yeah, there's a scene. Which so. is always there pretty much. And the lake show, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like the float in the... The daily stars on parade but yeah that's not yeah. well specialties for the for this season so but but they advertise it uh, always uh, <laughs> as part of it but still that main show yeah. is really cool but the cool thing is frozen and star wars are running at pretty much the same times that's You've right got, uh, a little bit of yeah. crossover here and there so you basically get a two for one two seasons and uh, multiple park ticket i guess in this case yeah 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 you need indeed a, a multiple park ticket but indeed it's great that you have two seasons uh, running at the same time because there's something for everyone in the family is, uh, star wars is something completely True. different than frozen yeah. so uh, but it's a bit confusing in my opinion that well you have all the star wars snacks and entertainment going on in the studios while um, well, the main Frozen show is in the Disneyland Park, but um, yeah, then you have the <laughs> the permanent Frozen show in the studios, <laughs> and you have Star Tours and Space Mountain, which is uh, still uh, the hyperspace mountain version over in Disneyland Park. So it, it's a bit mixed. Yeah, it's um, a bit all over the place <laughs> through those two yeah. <laughs> places. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. very true. After Frozen, though, we've got some Marvel stuff coming our way, right? Yes, from the 24th of March uh, until June 7th, there's the Marvel season of superheroes returning to the Walt Disney Studios Park for the third annual uh, season. New this year is the encounter with uh, Star-Lord uh, or Gamora, which is replacing the popular Guardians of the Galaxy awesome dance-off. And annual pass holders can also look forward to the next annual pass holders soiree set to take place on March 13th. So rub shoulders with Main Street USA's elegant citizens and enjoy plenty of atmosphere in each of the themed lands. That sounds like fun. I like the Marvel season uh, of uh, last year's, uh, last couple of years, and I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, so I'm happy to see such diversity in seasons Most coming to Disneyland Paris this year as well. And, uh, and Marvel really fits the Walt Disney Studios Park, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, and we've got that awesome Superheroes United show making its yeah, way back over. That was so, so great. The theater will be used once again. Yeah, yeah it, it was a very <laughs> dynamic stage show with lots of cool characters making their appearance from Doctor Strange and Spider-Man to Captain America and Bruce Banner. So yeah, and that was really cool. Yeah, and high budget too with a lot of effects yeah. and... State-of-the-art effects. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, and that huge LED uh, screen uh, behind the stage. Well, perfect to create huh, some scenery and, really and nice. to create some depth in the stage. So yeah, it uh, was a really uh, cool experience and I <laughs> really got goosebumps seeing that Marvel logo being displayed full screen uh, with the uh, Avengers uh, theme music. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, very nice. It was really cool. Yeah, so it's great that we get it back. Definitely, definitely. I can't wait. Like, I've so far I've only been able to see it on YouTube. I can't wait to check it out sometime. <laughs> but it looks absolutely fantastic, yeah. and I love. Yeah, you have to these yeah. seasonal shows. But line up early. Yes, <laughs> as a lot 
lot of people uh, want to see it. Are there MasterCard seats available for this one as yes. well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I used them uh, last year, and uh, that uh, really saved me a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> so you guys check back to our hacks episode where Niels mentions this, and then we've also got the daytime show, the Stark Expo, make way for a better tomorrow, <laughs> featuring Captain Marvel. Yeah, they had they added Captain Marvel uh, last year. Uh, was she there last year? Yeah, she was there last year. Uh, oh, okay. Um, uh, but uh, I think not during the first season. Okay, then I've seen the first season's show and I didn't see the Captain Marvel no, version. No, yet. she wasn't there yeah, uh, okay. at that time. Yeah. But yeah, it's a nice show, a bit long-winded in my opinion, <laughs> uh, sometimes. But uh, they did, did some cool things uh, with uh, the, the, the Spider-Man, who all of a sudden appears on the rooftop of the former Disney Channel building. Yes. And, uh, yeah, some seconds uh, he appeared then on the stage, like he was uh, <laughs> jumping over. He's so fast. <laughs> and, uh, Captain Marvel was indeed part of the show last year, and, and, and she literally ran... Uh, to the stage uh, through the crowd so that was really cool that's yeah, awesome have, have some well interactivity some interaction yeah the whole uh, square there yeah definitely and i believe the original one was performed in french and english so at different times of the day i'm just assuming here that they probably will yeah that was working out pretty well check your program you guys when the season comes around and just be sure to look out for if they have separate show times for the english and french version depending on the language of your preference yep true and then <laughs> We won't have the Guardians of the Galaxy Awesome Dance Off, so this got cut yep. <laughs> in 2020. Yeah, it's a pity. Yes, uh, this was a small show. Yeah, cute though. A lot of people uh, seem to enjoy it. I'm not really a dancer myself. Uh, were... <laughs> <laughs> At least in the courtyard, you had a lot of like room to move without hitting yeah, somebody. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, great classic uh, songs uh, yeah. <laughs> that you could hear uh, over there. And last year they added um, Groot, and it was really nice to see Groot. Yes, and, that yeah, costume was so cool. There. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. maybe we'll get it back by the time Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three hits theaters. We'll see. That be I love the Guardians. Yeah. So and maybe they even do uh, redo the tower uh, to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah! Then. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we just never got know. our new show scenes, Niels. The new elevator scenes. Oh, they're so yeah. much fun. I got to ride them on my last trip. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. We got the little ghost girl and mm -hmm. ugh, I forgot what the exact title is, the creatures yeah. one. It was a lot of fun. That yeah, you liked it? <laughs> yeah, it felt more intense than the original. Well, I didn't do it myself. My, my <laughs> wife and daughter also... Well, that was far more intense yes. than what they experienced before. Yes. yes, this is definitely a more intense Tower of Terror. I would go so far as to say it is the most intense Tower of Terror experience I've had in any Disney park. So mm. the theming is now quite unique in terms of the show design what happens in the show is very unique to disneyland paris so it's really cool that we've got another exclusive here exclusive. yeah so this yeah. is something you can't catch anywhere else really intense because it's i don't want to give too much away but it does it goes right up into dropping when you least expect it let me just say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> with the other one there was some build-up to dropping and this one just you know just this one really surprises uh, you yeah this one really surprises <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's gonna be an heroic encounter with Captain America, I believe. This might be a meet and greet, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, I didn't meet Captain uh, uh, America before, but uh, yeah, that yeah. would be cool. Yeah. And last year, uh, there was also um, a great Spider-Man meet and greet uh, in the Blockbuster yes. Cafe uh, restaurant uh, area. They did such a nice job with that area, ah. too. It looked really cool. Yeah. It had, like, the taxi cab. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. But, well. I'm excited what they do for Captain America. I hope he gets a nice little 
Captain America area. Yeah. <laughs> so take some pictures. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I saw some really cool meeting great backdrops from the American parks with Captain America before. So hope yeah. uh, Disneyland Paris uh, adopts those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, one thing I did totally forget to mention about the Frozen musical invitation is that after you exit the show you enter an area oh, where there's you can a, meet Olaf yeah you can meet Olaf there's an Olaf meet and greet and there's also um animation drawing courses which is really cool there's a nice little space there the Olaf backdrop is I would say it's okay <laughs> it's not yeah. my favorite ever Olaf it's, backdrop but it's nice and it's really fun it's matching the Frozen 2 uh, theme yes but uh, yeah. yeah 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 but it's cool uh, that there's an opportunity to meet Olaf but definitely definitely I think you need to make a reservation via the Lamberti app to meet him. So uh, yeah. be sure to do that uh, when you enter the park right uh, <laughs> in the early morning. Yeah. Get your MasterCard tickets and then meet Olaf right away. <laughs> your reservation, I'm sorry. Get your reservation. <laughs> well, maybe waiting in line for getting your MasterCard tickets, yeah, you can yeah. already make your uh, Lamberti uh, reservation and have uh, both. You yeah, guys, you've great. got yeah. things to do. There is no waiting around. <laughs> <laughs> no, indeed. Another really cool new event this year is going to be the Princess Run 2020, which is a highly anticipated Disneyland Paris event from Run Disney. So park goers can sign up for either a 5km run themed to Under the Sea or an 8km race themed to Beauty and the Beast. Runners can complete both races as part of the Cinderella Challenge. Younglings can take part in the runs themed to Princess's Loyal Friends. The weekend sounds really like a lot of sporty fun and hopefully we'll get to see plenty of royals along the track, <laughs> which is always <laughs> motivating. Yeah. You can already get package deals now via the usual channels. Bip only sales will surely be going online soon as well. We'll keep you guys posted on that front. So this is cool. A new, yeah. new run event, which is nice. Yeah, that's really cool that they add something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time second running event huh, besides the, the Run Disney weekend yes. in September. Yes. So um, I guess, uh, yeah, Disneyland uh, Paris likes uh, the run events. <laughs> organizing the running uh, <laughs> <laughs> events. Uh, but uh, Are you considering going to this? Well, actually, uh, we booked uh, our uh, bips, so, um, <laughs> oh, so it's online I have now. to start training again. Yeah, okay, good. good to know. Well, uh, I booked a, a package, oh, uh, okay. but a room-only package with my annual pass, so without the park ticket. So right. I just have uh, the Newport Bay Club uh, hotel room nice. and the running bips uh, for my uh, family so we're doing the the 5k then you'll have a perfect view of the construction of the new art of marvel hotel as well yeah <laughs> exactly yeah and we have a lakeside room so uh, yeah we can uh, very nice see uh, the marvel hotel but also on the sunday we uh, we can uh, see the people uh, doing the 8k coming by so uh, yeah that would be great very but cool. we're running the 5k on the saturday ah okay okay very nice. You'll have to tell us all about it after you do. I can't wait to see what they do here. So lots of characters will be really nice. Yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah. I'm really curious Very because cool. it's a bit different than the other running events, which has a half marathon. And this one, yeah, just 5 and 8K and some kids races. So maybe attracting other people. I'm not sure. Yeah. But the diehard runners that really want to do like uh, <laughs> the half marathon, uh, well don't have to <laughs> be here <laughs> as i guess uh, the, uh, five or eight k is uh, <laughs> that sounds like more like something that would be in my range yeah, like. <laughs> exactly yeah. although for me it would probably be more like a 5k walk than a run but yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. well it's also possible as they're not really measuring the time and as long as you <laughs> keep on walking uh, then uh, you will still uh, 
be able to make it i think and uh, and get your uh, really beautiful medal so uh, yeah. <laughs> it's worth considering <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see we'll see <laughs> yeah. and then on the well june the 6th it's uh, time uh, for the disneyland paris pride again yes following the uh, enormous success of the magical pride uh, in 2019 disney first official pride event is back this year under the new name disneyland paris pride on June 6th, you can celebrate inclusion and diversity the Disney way. This year, it will uh, be over in Disneyland Park for the first time. A fun, vibrant and colorful atmosphere. The magical march of diversity parades. Oh, that's so a nice. A dance party with DJs and special guest performances uh, to be revealed soon. Yes. Another chance to perform your favorite Disney song in the Disney magic lip sync along. <laughs> Let's sing horribly together, yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and there are a chance to uh, write a selection of uh, thrilling attractions late into the night so that's what Disney promises for this special event yeah so much fun yeah, and I think it's great that Disneyland Paris was the first Disney park worldwide to organize an official uh, Pride event definitely yeah, and now they bring it to the main park so uh, yeah I'm super proud of our little Disneyland Paris for being so open to inclusion and diversity yeah and it really touches my heart <laughs> <laughs> I, I can imagine yeah and the Disneyland park is more colorful and magical than the studio so it fits yeah the theme uh, the event name <laughs> much better i think <laughs> yeah yeah i'm really excited also i am so freaking pissed because i was 100 percent planning on attending the disneyland paris pride this year but my husband's sister decided she was gonna get married on the 6th oh, of june so <laughs> really? i was like girl are you kidding me so i'm not gonna be able to go this year and i'm devastated i'm gonna be sitting at her wedding the entire time you're like i could be at disneyland paris pride right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah this better be the best freaking wedding of the century because if not yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's a pity yeah so maybe next year i, I guess it will yeah, come back yeah. <laughs> it sounds absolutely fantastic yeah riding rides late into the night is always a lot of fun mm -hmm. last year's was really good atmosphere i saw it on youtube it looked really cute the parade it was small it was mostly like the cast members and they had a little bit of mickey in there as well he had a unique outfit which was really nice but it wasn't any like major like floats or anything mm. like that it was like a casual experience and it was very cute and they had lots of colorful balloons i'm excited to see if they make it a little bit bigger this year since it's over in disneyland park yeah. the dj sets are always really nice and the magic lip sync along sounds fun yeah <laughs> last year they had some great artists uh, performing so uh, yeah let's see what they come up with for us this year yes totally yeah last year we got i think was ollie alexander boy george and years on years which was a really nice indie band yeah then the next major event well, this is probably like besides the halloween and christmas seasons i would say this is the biggest like event right or season could you i guess it's more of a season than an event mm -hmm. the lion king and the jungle festival which will be returning for a second serving as the lion king and jungle festival which takes place from june 20th to september 13th yeah and it's definitely one of the most encompassing events at Disneyland Paris. So we've got the Lion King's Rhythm of the Pride Land stage show coming back to the Frontierland Theater, which is very yeah, exciting. That was really beautiful yeah, last year. It was gorgeous. And we've got the Jungle Book Jive musical show as well. 
So, did you get to check out the... Actually, let's head back to Rhythms of the Pride Land stage show for a second, Frontierland Theatre. Did you get to check it out live last year? Yes, yes, yeah. We, um, uh, I think we saw it uh, twice. It looked fantastic. And it's a really high-quality show. Uh, good performances, an impressive stage, and yeah. It was really like a Broadway musical, uh, in my yes. opinion. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool that they uh, bring it back this year, especially in that new um, Frontierland Theater with great acoustics, a good view from any place now. Huh? They removed the big uh, pillars uh, <laughs> that were there before. So, yeah, if you missed this in 2019, I would definitely recommend seeing it this year. But be warned that it is a very, very popular show with a uh, long waiting time. So, um, yeah. line up yeah, at least an hour in advance uh, to be sure to be on the next show. Otherwise, you have to wait for the <laughs> second next show. I forgot to ask you on last episode, what's the seating like in the Frontierland Theater? Is it a bench? Is it it's just... a bench. It's just wooden yeah. benches, I believe. It's, uh, well, still pretty standard, mm-hmm. but, um, well, they can stuff lots of people <laughs> yes. in the theater uh, that way compared to uh, seating big seats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, indeed, the, the benches are nothing special. But it's good that you've got a clear view onto the stage and the musical's absolutely fantastic. Like you said, Broadway quality, 100 percent yeah. oh so cool so and then we've got the jungle book jive musical show yeah so the jungle book jive was well really another masterpiece i think it was like five colorful riding animal vehicles <laughs> <laughs> lots of dancers uh, oh and the drum uh, performers some live singing by the mystic uh, bollywood style uh, gold diva Ooh. some classic characters like uh, donald and daisy but also mickey and minnie and goofy in exotic outfits so cool. some jungle book characters like baloo and louie and maybe a bit strange but claris was also there <laughs> but uh, yeah those characters looked really colorful and um, it was an amazing performance with some cool colorful smoke fireworks yes i saw those like daytime fireworks yeah it looked yeah, awesome that works really well it's like a little parade the main show stop is on central plaza in uh, in front of the castle do they like run the parade route from it's a small world to yeah the to the castle central and plaza and then um, i'm not sure if they go through main street but um i think they head back then after oh, okay. the, the the main yeah it would make sense right yeah so yeah. it's it sounds cool so it's like a parade combo with a little stop at the yeah i think since the pirates and princesses uh, <laughs> season where they had the pirates coming from one side and the princess from the other side and then they met uh, in the middle on central plaza yeah. since then they have the stages uh, on the plaza and they do a lot of hybrid versions of little cavalcade and some stage show uh, performances so uh, yeah. so cool but it works really well and, and same for the currently running frozen 2 uh, show they come with their from the small world uh, area and drive to uh, Central Plaza, do their performance, and then they go back to uh, It's a Small World. And then we've also got Timon's Mata Dance, which is a little bit of a dance party. And I saw some funny videos. <laughs> <laughs> some funny videos. I think this is a really good one for kids, especially. Yeah. 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 Look really cute. Yeah, I saw a lot of kids and some diehard uh, <laughs> Disney fans uh, having yeah. a lot of fun. No, I'm not judging, though. I would be up there dancing as well. Yeah. It looks like fun. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's like a small party, but 
yeah, with not that much space. Um, so right, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a small, nice addition and uh, definitely <laughs> attracting. Uh, I think a smaller audience than the other shows that they have. Yeah, this is definitely a more intimate, I guess you could say, experience. Nice to have an intimate uh, yeah, yeah, extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the uh, drama academy yes. the, that they have. I don't know how to say that word. The Jambi? The Jambi? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, Sorry to any African listeners out there. The Jambi Joy Village. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think that's the name of the village and they had some kind of drum academy yes. in there, but it's, well, the little old <laughs> I, I still recall it as a frozen village from one of the earlier frozen seasons but it's next to the frontierland theater that they um, made a little african uh, uh, village so cute and uh, yeah i didn't participate in it uh, last year but I've, I've, I've seen it and i saw a lot of kids having great fun <laughs> learning how to drum yeah. with a professional performer uh, it's a bit like the drummers who sometimes come by to see you in uh, hakuna matata when uh, when you're having your quick service meal over there and then they right. the people try to drum uh, for a moment and but this is well a more serious <laughs> a longer academy uh, session i wouldn't say it's a main event but it's yeah nice if you're into making music yeah it's a nice activity yeah. and if you have some time left then uh, yeah it might be a great uh, piece of entertainment yeah, definitely so in 2019 we got these really gorgeous simba and nala topiaries yes. i'm pretty sure they'll be back again this year maybe we'll even get some more maybe we'll get a timon and pumbaa topiary as well or something yeah, it was definitely a popular photo yes, spot so gorgeous yeah, I can imagine that they will add some uh, topiaries uh, this yeah, year yeah i'd be really happy Again, also food. Last year we had the Simba grilled cheese sandwich, a Pumba milkshake, yep. a banana bread, a tiger-inspired macaroons. We got all this great stuff, really. And even mm. a popcorn bucket, a Lion King popcorn bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure all that stuff will be back again this year, maybe modified. We'll see. It's, uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I really like the macaroons. Yeah, and oh, they so had good. also a coconut with chocolate lion footprint. Yes. That was really good. Yes. It was just a bit spongy and it's that financier, right? Financier is what they're called officially. See, I never heard of this before. So it's oh, it's like yeah. a lollipop, but it's dough based. So I, I learned something new yeah. while, while researching this event. Yeah. yeah, But that one was really good. Oh. Yeah, definitely worth trying out if you like coconut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, they also had a mango whip last year instead of the standard pineapple whip. Ooh. But it's... <laughs> Turned out to be a true disaster for me. Oh, no, no! <laughs> the first kiosk uh, had issues with, uh, with the machine that was in the Adventureland uh, Bazaar, where you usually can get the pineapple apple whip. Uh, so, yeah, lots of people <laughs> wanted to get one, especially because it was a really hot summer day. <laughs> but uh, people left, uh, well, pretty frustrated. And I don't really understand why they have just one machine yeah. especially since it has issues well all the time right. also with the pineapple whip so we went to frontierland to get a lion king ice cream because we saw that it was also available but again issues oh no <laughs> <laughs> all the machines went on strike <laughs> yeah something like that but, but we ended up with a yellow slush uh, from the little kiosk uh, next to the uh, frontierland uh, right. theater but uh, yeah I really hope Disney improves the well the ice cream machines and get some backups this year. It's like they're testing us for the Dole Whip, which would be a great addition. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> cool. I'm ready for it. I'm ready as well. I'm ready as yeah, well. And especially now in Disney World, I see uh, lots of pictures coming by on Instagram with all kinds of varieties of the traditional Dole Whip. And I also experienced some of them myself during my last uh, yeah. summer vacation. So they had a, like a, a, a Wretch Revenge, which is the Red Lady from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. 
So that's like a Dole Whip with uh, strawberry flavor. Mm. And, and there was a Peter Pan's float, which is Sprite with lime mm-hmm. ice mm-hmm. cream, I think. And a little chocolate Peter Pan feather on top of it. So they create a lot of themed <laughs> varieties uh, yeah. of the Dole Whip. We need so, that yeah. over here. Yeah, we need that. <laughs> but we do have some fun electronic music, right? <laughs> yeah. Next up uh, is the Electroland event on the 4th of July weekend. So uh, Disneyland Paris, fantastic electronics music festival is back this year well we don't know much about it uh, yet acts wise we're pretty sure uh, that they uh, will have some uh, <laughs> great artists performing like uh, last year there was Steve Aoki and Nicky Romero Armin van Buren Fede Legrand so yeah it's a great lineup definitely looking forward to see um, who they were able to get this year yeah totally I mean if you're into electronic music I am definitely I know all these <laughs> names <laughs> so it's a lot of fun and yeah, they also had some really cute light-up merch. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun weekend. Yeah, and it's a completely different way of experience Definitely. to all Disney Studios Park, I guess. As it becomes a big uh, dance scene totally. uh, yeah, instead of a theme park. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Other than that, we've also got a new attraction to look forward to <laughs> sometime in the summer. We still don't know <laughs> exactly when cars Route 66, which won't be the Radiator Springs attraction that they have over in Disneyland. This one will be basically the Studio Tram Tour, however, re-themed to cars. So it's still pretty vague on what exactly we're going to get to enjoy here. Apart from the new entrance that will be located beside Toy Story Playland. And we do know that also that the Catastrophe Canyon scene will be getting a new cars theming and it will be staying, which is great because the Catastrophe yeah. Canyon is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part of the whole uh, Studio Tram Tour, so it's it's good that they totally. keep that part. Yeah, so they're keeping the highlight, yeah. I guess they're kind of like trimming off the fat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they removed the uh, <laughs> Rain of Fire scene, the London scene, which wasn't that impressive. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, very true. Yeah, besides all the closures, this will be the first attraction to reopen after the major 2 billion euro Walt Disney Studios overhaul. So technically this is a new attraction, however, Disneyland Paris has not really been hyping it up all that much so it's not going to be a new e-ticket you know i'm really excited to see maybe we'll get some cool new show scenes maybe we'll even get one or two new animatronic yeah. figures yeah, which would be, be amazing cool. yeah i'm really looking forward to it keeping an open mind yeah and... me too <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll see yeah <laughs> yeah I, well i really hope that they will make it feel like well a new attraction somehow huh? instead of just yes. a shortened uh, version of the <laughs> of the studio tram tour with some random car uh, props <laughs> well that would be like the worst case scenario right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but still totally. the canyon is in a, well it is a really nice uh, part so uh, yeah it's uh, yes. it's good to have something back that's uh, <laughs> create some capacity in the park yeah totally speaking about well just some random car uh, <laughs> props cars props maybe adding <laughs> uh, after the car spinning attractions refer from last year the Luigi and Guido cars disappeared um, oh. so they seem <laughs> to come go? back here in the Route 66 attraction ah. <laughs> <laughs> which feels a bit cheap huh, yeah. to be honest uh, to just move props around but yeah, yeah. yeah. well I also keep uh, an open mind and uh, let's see uh, what uh, Cars Route 66 uh, will bring us uh, this summer oh gosh I'm so nervous <laughs> <laughs> No, I really am excited. I really hope this won't be just a... Yeah, they'll just play some new figures in there, maybe a new video, yeah. and that's it. Really yeah. hope they're going to do something yeah, well, fantastic. Yeah, speaking about the new video, I'm, I'm wondering indeed what 
they will do with the screens in the trams or maybe they remove the screens or yeah. that they really tell a new story um so it could definitely sure. go both ways i would say the more loving variation of this would be to remove the screens completely and have maybe animatronic or talking characters that yeah. tell you some kind of story yeah maybe some on audio exactly <laughs> but yeah and i'm also yeah. wondering if there's a video who will be the, the storyteller here yes. because i guess we will see lightning mcqueen yes, somewhere totally. along the route <laughs> so he cannot be the one that is talking yeah, to you we'll see maybe it's a new car character that we haven't met before yeah maybe yeah. a disney <laughs> paris exclusive character that would be great and uh, well then yeah. they can add the meet and greet and uh, <laughs> but overall i think it's feels logical to, yes. to re-theme since uh, you, you already have the whole Pixar area Definitely. and well, make this also Pixar, uh, then, then yeah, it, it, it makes sense again. It's more consistent. Next up, <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland Paris Run Weekend in September. We already briefly talked about it uh, <laughs> while talking about the Princess Run. So this uh, year it's uh, happening from the 24th of September until the 27th and Disneyland Paris welcomes the fifth reincarnation of the uh, popular uh, Disneyland Paris Run weekend with runners from uh, all over the world coming to run their 5 or 10k through the most lavish cast, uh, castle park the atmosphere is always fantastic even if the parks uh, do get a bit crowded yeah bib only sales are to the to commence sometime in 2020 packages are available for purchase now via the run disney website they sure do like their packages <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's what they try to sell first of course but uh, i'm curious to see what will be different uh, or improved uh, uh, this year because uh, yeah there, there's always a special theme lot of long lines uh, to meet characters yeah, totally. uh, <laughs> along the running courses overall last year's event was really cool pretty well organized so um, totally, yeah, looking forward totally. to, uh, to it i especially love the fact that you can get a peek behind the scenes while you run i think that's a really special yeah that's definitely a reason to, yeah. to go there as a disney fan <laughs> and even walk the 5k if you're not a runner as usually the 5k is, is on the friday evening so oh. you well, run through a well, dark park with a lot of uh, nice lights. And Gorgeous. Some of the attractions are running um, empty. And yeah, of course, you go backstage and there are a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> encouraging <Don't stop>. you <laughs> <laughs> to go, to go. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you have the half marathon and the kids races as well that uh, I didn't mention uh, in the intro. Oh, so much fun. Yeah, so it's cool. You've got a lot of things for kids. You go Princess yeah. Run, which is, I think, aimed at children especially and then you've got the main run disney weekend which also has a fun track for kids as well so that's really cool other than that the biggest news it's probably disney's hotel new york the art of marvel which will be opening june 15th 2020 we will see the opening of the <laughs> brand new <laughs> disney's hotel new york the art of marvel which is a hotel a brand new one at disneyland paris well i guess not a brand new one but a Rethemed one and freshly refurbished one. Yep. This is one of the biggest rethemes and refurbishments that we've seen of a Disneyland Paris hotel. While the original hotel was designed by postmodern architect Michael Graves, the Art of Marvel retheme is being executed by Walt Disney Imagineering directly, which is awesome because actually the only hotel I recently learned that was designed directly by Walt Disney Imagineering is the Disneyland Hotel. I didn't I didn't know this. Oh yeah, really? I didn't know this. The other yeah, I didn't know yeah, that too. So this is yeah, really awesome. The hotel will make you feel as if you're in the middle of New York, reminiscing of luxury and contemporary Manhattan Hotel. 
The interior design will be sleek and cosmopolitan in the style of Tony Stark and the Avengers headquarters and will showcase, as the name suggests, the art of Marvel <laughs> in a way that reinvents the idea of an art hotel. So it's pretty much like an art gallery. Yeah. Bold art pieces are on display and they'll showcase diverse art from the Marvel Universe, from the comics, the films, designs, sculptures, costumes, all the good stuff from all of your favorite characters. The hotel will feature 476 standard rooms, 65 executive rooms, and 8 standard suites. So if you want to check out the suite life. (laughs) (laughs) The room's interiors will reflect the urban sophistication of Tony Stark's tastes. I don't know why, but Disney's wording here always feels so so awkward to me. <laughs> like Tony Stark, it reflects Tony Stark. But I guess what they mean is it's just yeah. this, like his headquarters in the Avengers films, which is super sleek and very yeah, cool looking. Exactly. The hotel's one-of-a-kind suites will be themed around Marvel superheroes and New York City. For these suites, a Marvel artist will be commissioned especially to create some pieces for the rooms featuring some of your favorite heroes. So that's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. During the D23 Expo of August 2019, it was announced that one of the suites of the hotel would be fully themed to Spider-Man, while the more standard rooms will be more Iron Man inspired. So if you're a big Spidey fan, you know, that suite might be calling out your yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, this is generally really yeah, exciting. So start saving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is super exciting in general. Uh, prices right now are sky high for the new hotel, but mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully it'll be a bit yeah. more economical later on in the year. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I always liked the former Hotel New York, especially since it felt quite luxury and comfortable yes. while in the perfect spot to walk straight into uh, Disney Village. Definitely. So yeah, but the hotel was just a bit outdated. So um, yeah, I'm happy to see as a Hotel New York and a Marvel fan, this whole uh, uh, re-theming of it. Yeah. So Halloween at Disneyland Paris is coming back uh, September, October. One of the best places uh, to enjoy the season uh, in Europe. Disneyland Parks, Main Street USA and Frontierland always rock the cutest decorations, especially Frontierland with the lovely Coco yes! themed uh, Dia de los Muertos. Colorful figures. Yeah, yeah Those are really, really uh, <laughs> photogenic. <laughs> I would yeah, say. they look great. Uh, and um, well, last year they also introduced uh, the um, Are You Brave enough show but (laughs) wondering if it will return as there was a lot of negative uh, feedback yeah we'll see (laughs) but also a lot of people that really enjoyed it so yeah yeah, not sure yeah it's always (laughs) tough I can imagine being a show designer at Disneyland is very tough you know you're probably giving a very limited budget and gotta make the best of it so yeah we'll see yeah but yeah or or they just tweak it but but the I O Brave Enough song was really great. Yes. And they also uh, reused it uh, for the, uh, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, other than that, we've also got the parade, right? The uh, yeah. Mickey's Halloween celebration, which is always yeah. really cute. It's not a big one, but it's uh, it looks really cool. Favorite all-time float is the Phantom Manor one. Yeah, <laughs> Which is so part cute. of this cavalcade, so yeah, uh, worth seeing it. This float, uh, well, it's well, a lookalike of the Phantom Manor house with a bit more color. <laughs> yeah. And Henry and Melanie uh, Ravenswood are there. Some creepy dancers around. And, so cool. Uh, even Fa- Phantom Mickey is uh, <laughs> appearing uh, every now and then, so yeah, that's really cool. And I love the parade music. <laughs> yes, yes, that was really It's a good. great song. And I think last year over in Adventureland for the Halloween party, they also had some 
projections, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. On Skull Rock. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's really cool. I think Phantom Mana was also, there was no projection mapping, but some really nice lighting yes. um, around it. So yeah. uh, that looked really impressive. It's Phantom Mana's time to shine. Yeah. And they had Oogie Boogie uh, as a meeting greet during the, the Halloween party. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, other than that, Christmas is wonderful at Disneyland Paris. It's definitely the most yeah. wonderful time of the year and the most magical place in Europe. So Santa's gonna be back, baby, <laughs> for Disney's <laughs> Enchanted Christmas. Last season we saw the castle without any Christmas lights on for the first time. So I guess the big question mm -hmm. is gonna be, is it finally yeah. gonna get its refurbishment this year in 2020? There's absolutely no official statement out there at the moment. However, it's likely that the years of nighttime spectaculars of all the beautiful Disney Illuminations fireworks. I feel like they blow up the castle every evening because yeah. there's so much at the end. They've really <laughs> yeah. taken a toll on Sleeping Beauty's yeah. castle. So and you have the blame effects as well, yeah. which you can, well, feel <laughs> even in Main Street. So. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine what they do to the materials. Yeah, Christmas is yet another yearly season that looks really magical in the park Definitely. with all the decorations and lights and the huge trees. So yeah, it's... Uh, a really nice uh, experience. Yeah, totally. And this year we got the new synchronized tree lights with the Main Street garlands. So it's cool that we also yes. get some new decorations. We'll see what we'll get this year. It's about to be really exciting. Nothing really concrete has been announced yet besides I think that we're getting a new parade, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yes. <laughs> and last year's one was already amazing. I really enjoyed last year's Christmas parade. So if they're going to do another one, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a small one. Totally. <laughs> and in my opinion maybe not the best but it's maybe because it looks like platforms on wheels to me not really like uh, fully shaped floats <laughs> but yeah i kind of know what you mean the vibes were really good and the music and yeah that, that and, and then yeah the snow <laughs> over main street so yeah that was, was was really cool yeah but the good news indeed is that we get a well, entirely new parade so yes looking forward uh, to see something new and I heard that it will be nighttime already, so all lit up with LED lights, both the floats and costumes. So yeah, that will be totally. uh, really exciting. I'm super in love with the gingerbread Mickeys that in the parade. Those are my yeah. absolute <laughs> yeah. favorite thing ever. Yeah. So oh, so cute. Other than that, for Christmas, yeah, this year we had, as Niels mentioned, Mickey's Christmas Big Band show and um, lots of good stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. And New Year's is also going to be another fun yeah. celebration, I bet, this year. So we'll see what comes yeah. our way. <laughs> A lot Definitely. of stuff to look yeah, forward yeah, to. Yeah. And maybe uh, Disney will surprise us with even more yes. announcements or events and annual pass holder events. I'm sure they will. During the year. So um, I guess, uh, yeah, they will add more to this uh, list that we just discussed yeah. here one last thing i did want to mention for fans of the retro euro disney style which usually doesn't ah, really exist anymore yeah. is that on april 12th 2020 will mark the 28th birthday of disneyland paris and in celebration a special euro disney branded line of merchandise is going to appear so it's inspired by the iconic sussman and preza designs of the early days of the resort so each item will only be produced 1,992 times, which of course is inspired <laughs> nice. by the opening date. 
opening year, year. I guess I should yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can't make it to the parks in time, they should also pop up on Shop Disney as well. So the, the merch looks really cute. It's got this. Yeah, it's got all the original colors. So if you know the the signage, for example, at Walt Disney World or even Disneyland Paris, that mm-hmm. purple with the yellow and the turquoise, that, that color spectrum is what this merch basically is and yeah. features the iconic Euro yeah. Disney branding. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's really cool that they uh, <laughs> still uh, well remember it exists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that it, yeah, that, that it all started as Euro Disney. So that's, uh, that's a nice uh, yeah. Yeah, thing to uh, celebrate uh, the 28th. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. It's very cool. Niels, we've made it to the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, lots of fun things to do this year. Thank you so, so much for coming back on the show and chatting with me about all this cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> as always, it's so great to talk to you. Yeah, it was my pleasure. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to doing more shows uh, with you this year. So Yes, most definitely. We'll lots have of lots stuff of to fun talk topics. About, uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Hey guys, this is Eric from the future. Now, Niels and I recorded this episode back a few weeks ago for you guys with lots of love as always but i just wanted to share some of the latest info with you guys so we now know micah will be performing at disneyland paris's pride in 2020 and the celebrations will be again on june 6th from 8 a.m until 2 a.m oh my gosh all the partying so disneyland paris pride sounds like a lot of fun you guys Bib only sales for the inaugural Disneyland Paris Princess Run Races, all Ks, 5K, 8K, whatever you like, are all on sale now, so you can get your tickets as well. And that's it. Eric from the future, signing off. You guys, be sure to follow Niels on Instagram, where he posts amazing pictures every day, multiple times a day. Follow him on Twitter under at Capt Disney Parks, where he also posts really cool information and news updates. And be sure to check out his website, CapturingDisneyParks.com. <laughs> Niels, thanks again. If you have any questions regarding Disneyland Paris or you just like to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under at Aramagique. We've recently also started up the Aramagique YouTube channel. We'll be going back into our episode catalog to release visual podcasts so you can not only hear us, but see what we chat about. Please make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever the platform of your choice is. And we would so very much appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. It really does help out a lot. So thank you so much, you guys. This episode is not sponsored. Any promotional or advertised content will be clearly identified. Air Magique is an unofficial podcast made with love and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or any of its subsidiaries.